The audio you are about to hear has been extracted from a YouTube live. Peace, Truth Tribe. I am author, counselor, and coach Zara Harrison. Really, 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 really with everything in me. Believing with not a false hope, but with a straight up, like, I'm trying to find the right words, with a strong passion and desire for you to break free and stay free from toxic mindsets and relationships. When I say stay free or break, break free or stay free from toxic relationships, most people automatically assume, assume that I'm saying, oh, you have to leave every relationship. And I said it before and I'll say it again. If it's toxic and you have tried to set certain boundaries and that person keeps disrespecting them and crossing over them, if they remain unrepentant, do what you got to do. Okay? That's unhealthy for you. Um, but that doesn't necessarily always mean that the relationship has to end. Sometimes... You know, we teach people how to treat us. And if we allow certain things to go on for a very long time and we don't set a certain tone and have a certain standard and worth and value, uh, you know, and a person doesn't know anything different, they're going to treat you like you taught them to treat you. And if you don't hold fast to your boundaries and your standards and your worth, you know, and these are healthy, realistic boundaries. Um, you know, how, how is someone who doesn't know how to stop trespassing against people's boundaries? How are they going to know? They, they're not going to know. We have to set these things with them so that they learn. Right. And so it's important for us to not enable people and not become a crutch for people by thinking we're loving them by allowing them to abuse us. We're, we're, we are reinforcing unhealthy habits in them like teaching them that it's okay to be unrepentant when even the most high doesn't want that. We are also uh, accepting abuse upon us. And so now our spirit and mind is breaking down. You know, you thinking that by allowing them to walk all over you or continually abuse you or remain in unrepentance, that that's loving them. You are, it's a lie that you're believing. It's a lie. It's not, it's not that that's not what love is. Love is truth. Love is telling people the truth. And sometimes the truth hurts. But look, let me tell you, that good truth is some good love because it could change your whole entire life. So when I say that I am so passionate about you breaking free, getting free and staying free from toxic mindsets, that means how you see, like your perceptions that are in error about life and love, breaking free from that, or relationships that with people who are like that when you've grown. When I say, when I say that I I'm passionate about that, that's from the bottom of my whole being, like way down deep. It is not surface. And it is if it is possible. Don't let anybody tell you that it's impossible for you to have a standard and a worth and know who you are and, and that things can't change. They can change. Now, with certain people, it's a lot harder 
you got to put that foot down and keep that thing down and they going to buck up a lot and make you shrink back. We've talked about that a little bit in the chain cycle. And I, I go over that when I am uh, coaching people, but um, you know, that's going to happen, but you got to be mindful. And I'm sitting on this for a minute before I go into this topic, but you gotta, you gotta be mindful that change does not happen easily. Progression, transformation, um, changing an unhealthy relationship to a healthy relationship, changing an unhealthy mindset to a healthy mindset. None of these things are uh, easy. If they were, if they were, everybody, everyone would do them. They're not easy. They're not easy, but they are so worth it. And for the people that feel like you know, I would just prefer to be with somebody toxic than to be lonely. Okay. But I'm here to tell you, whew, it's better to be lonely than to be with somebody toxic. I'm telling you, at least you can do what I'm about to talk about today. Um, you can just, you can get your head and your mind and your heart right. You can evolve past so many levels you thought you couldn't when you were around the people holding you back and pulling you down i know you might believe that some of you um that at least i got somebody at least i got this family member um but another thing that i go through with people when i'm working with them um in, in coaching and even in counseling too is uh helping them realize look you're focusing so hard on the benefits of this thing because there can be things that are bad for you, but there are benefits to it, right? Like if you smoke some crack, it's bad for you, right? But the benefit is you get a high. You get a high. You you get that high and that high feels so good. You want to keep, you know, wait, do you smoke crack? I see my husband in here. He laughs at me all the time because I always forget. I know you sniff coke. You smoke crack, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Should... This is not what this is about. But there's a benefit to taking th to doing things or um, involving yourself in things that are unhealthy for you or bad for you. And that's where we get caught up because we only focus on the benefit and we never consider the cost. What is this costing me? And I have an activity that I go through with people um, when I'm working with them and it opens their eyes. They're like, whoa, look at all these things I thought were benefits, but look at what is costing me. Yes, if you, you know, partake in some crack, I, I don't mean to say it like this, y'all, but I'm trying to give you, some people think that's so extreme because they would never do that. So I'm trying to give you an extreme for the average person. So some people partake in uh, crack and the benefit is the high. They need that high, but it's costing them their mental ability. They might start to have a mental illness. Is costing them maybe their family. They may lose their children because of what that high does to them. They could lose their life. Um, they can lose their health. So that benefit that is all you can focus on is costing you all these other things. And that's the same thing in toxic relationships and having mindsets is we focus on what we think we're getting out of it. And we focus on it so long and strong we don't even see, um, we don't even see what it's costing us. And if we do, we go back to the benefit. And what you really want to do is focus on what it's costing you so that the change and the transformation can happen. If you focus on what all the good you think you're getting out of it, 
then you're going to have amnesia about the change. And when it gets hard, you're going to be like, oh, this is good. But when you focus on the cost and you keep focusing on the cost, what this is costing you, taking away from your life, yeah, that's that'll help you move forward. But anyway, I just wanted to stop on that real quick. The title of this um, is, uh, Should You Rekindle? Should You Rekindle? Now, I get questions from people asking me, you know, Sarah, my husband always laughs at me. Oh, we, you, do y'all notice when I uh, imitate someone um, who's saying something about me or to me, my whole voice is changing? Sarah, you cannot. Like, I just go into this mode or whatever. But I get, Sarah, your relationship with your husband is my, it's my goal. Zara, your relationship with your husband, it is my hope. If the most high can do it with you, he can surely do it with me. And I tell people, no, don't do that. Don't do that to yourself because we did a lot of things the wrong way. And if I could go back, I would change them. So please don't, don't look at, don't look at this side when you don't really know all the rest of the other side that I often try to make people remember they just don't want to hear it but yeah um don't 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 do that don't don't look at somebody else's story and think that you want it because trust me you don't want this one the love we have now and where we are now uh is only by the grace of the most high but there are nights you did not see there are days you did not see there are arguments you did not see there are incidents you did not see there are potential divorce proceedings that you did not see, tears that you did not see. Look, it's a lot of stuff you didn't see and that we don't talk about because some stuff is, is just for you and your husband. And, you know, if I ever write a book about it one day, I might put it in there. But, uh, yeah, don't do that to yourself because sometimes you can glorify somebody else's life so much. You, you swear it's so amazing that you don't you don't understand what them people had to go through to get where they at, okay? Like I just talked about, looking at all the benefits, ain't, they ain't counting the costs. It cost us a lot to be where we are, a whole lot. And some stuff we shouldn't even be able to have, but it's the grace of the Most High and some true repentance that brought us this far. But anyway, okay, so let's talk a little bit about it. Should you rekindle? So yeah, people do ask about rekindling because they look at my husband and I's story, which is an example. People think it's an example. People, you know, they're inspired by it, and that's great. But I would rather be, I would rather you be in, I would rather, I would prefer that you not be inspired by where we are now. I would rather you think about the really the mistakes that we've made that we've talked about a number of times and consider not making them. That's where I would love your focus to be on. Yeah. Don't jump in these relationships and get in this love and all this, you know, having sex and all this stuff you want to do and think that, you know, I'll pay for the consequences later. Look, sometimes the consequences ain't worth it. I'm telling you, look, y'all, I'm telling you. So when I talk about should you rekindle? Yes, I get questions from people. I know that y'all was broken up and y'all got back together and all sorts of stuff like that. And y'all story is so beautiful. And it is. Our love, our love story is my favorite because it's ours. It is my favorite love story. 
But that's not what this video is about. Should you rekindle? That'll be for another day, another topic. I'm talking about you. Should you rekindle with yourself? Should you rekindle with yourself? See, we always trying to look for getting something from somebody else. You always want to get some love from somebody else to get some, some come up or some opportunity from somebody else. And we just neglect our own self and giving ourselves what we need. What do you need right now for yourself? Why are you trying to get it from somebody else? So when I say, should you rekindle, I want you to consider that thing that you anointed in. That thing, like when you do this, it brings life to you. When you do this, you can breathe. When you do this, it's like therapy without a therapist. When you do this, it sets you free. You feel lighter. When you walk away from having done this thing, this healthy thing, you feel like transition. You feel like something was added to you and not taken away from you. What is that thing for you? What is that thing? When you do this thing, it brings you alive. The word rekindle talks about, um, you know, is often synonymous with fire, like lighting a fire again. When you in a toxic relationship, one of the worst things that happens is they blow your whole flame out. Not only do you not know who you are anymore, you don't even know what you love anymore. You don't even have the energy to love anything other than trying to survive this emotional abuse. Um, you, you, really, you really do lose yourself. And you lose yourself because you stop engaging in the thing that Yah gave you, that desire he put in your heart that helps keep you going. Like, we got to have that. Like whatever that thing is, we got to have that and we got to operate in it and walk in it. Even if it's not, you know, for the whole world, it's just for us. When that gets turned off or an emotionally abusive relationship drains us so much that we can't keep that thing in us lit. Um, it's 12 o'clock. We lose ourselves because it's part of who we are. When we stop doing this thing that is all those, you know, those those list of things I just gave you, it, it creates that. When we stop doing that, we're losing ourselves because everybody doesn't have a, a high about this thing. Everybody doesn't feel relaxed when they do this thing. Everybody doesn't feel like they just left a therapy session when they do this thing. Everybody doesn't, when they do this particular thing, doesn't feel life changing. It's not like fresh air and fresh breath for them. That's not, it's not like that for everyone when with this particular thing, but for you it is. That's a sign. Don't let nobody blow that out of you to the point where you don't even want to do it no more. For me, one of those things that brings me, it's my children texting me. One of those things that brings me um, all that thing. Um, hold on, y'all. Hold on. Let me talk to my child real quick. because, um, For me, one of those things that meets the... All of those criteria that I talked about earlier is writing music. Like when I write like lyrics and music and I used to do um, spoken word poetry. 
And then um, one day people was like, you can rap. Like, if you rap, like, yo. And I was like, oh, okay. So I tried it. And it happened to fit with the beat. And I happened to actually, uh, I don't know. I was, I, was, I was on the melody and stuff. And I was like, oh, I think, I guess I can do this. Um, and this was like, let me see. Um, over 20 years ago. <laughs> but I would hide it from people. I would do my spoken word. But rapping, I would hide that from people. Because I didn't look like a rapper you know, look like rapper, like what I thought a rapper was supposed to look like. So I didn't, um, I didn't tell people. Um, but then when I did one of my first, very first albums that is nowhere to be found, and I hope it never is because <laughs> yeah, um, it, it wasn't inappropriate or anything. It just was very, uh, unprofessionally done. Um, but I rapped on there, the last track, like two or three tracks on there are raps and people was like, yo, you could rap. And then from there, when I got back with my husband, you know, he's a lyricist. And, you know, if he co-signed me, I was like, I must got it. Because my husband lyrically is like really like a genius to me. I know it's the anointing on him. Um, but like some of the stuff he says is like it is only from on high. And so I'm like, if he co-signs me, then I already am feeling like I guess I got it. But when he co-signed it, I really felt validated in that. Not that you need another person to validate you, but I respect his opinions and his perspective. And so in that, I was like, okay. And then I kind of did it more. When I rap and I write lyrics, man, I feel like I could breathe again. If my back is tight and my chest feel tight and I'm just like, you know, sometimes we don't even know we just so tight. Um, when I write, it just releases. It, it's like therapy to me. I get to get out what I need to say. It is, um, yeah, listen, I love it. And that, that's for me. And sometimes if we're in a toxic relationship, they rob us from that because we're so drained trying to function in the relationship with a dysfunctional person. We can't even do the thing that we love no more. And it's, it's really sad. There's so many layers to the, to the damage that happens to you being in a, a toxic relationship. So I just want to ask you, what is it that you need to rekindle? And then if you need to set some new boundaries in a relationship so that you can keep that thing lit inside of you, what are those things you need to set? What is the conversation you need to have? And then keep that foot down on that thing. Don't let nobody take that out of you. It makes you beautiful. This thing makes you beautiful whatever this thing is for you. It, it just, it fills you up. It's like breath and water and life. If somebody keeps draining you and taking that from you, that's just not fair. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to read real quick before I get out of here because I should have been off of here. Um, in Revelations chapter 12, chapter two. Revelations chapter two, verses four and five. Now I know that this is... Um, I'm going to I'm going to talk about this in a different way than what it actually means, but I think it's important for us to consider. Y'all can show us things in scripture um and yes, it absolutely means this one thing, but then it's multidimensional because it can be revelation for other people in other areas of their life outside of what he meant it for, right? So Revelation 2, 4 and 5 says, "Nevertheless, I have somewhat against you" Because you have left your first love. Now, of course, this is talking about spiritual condition, right? But I'm going, I'm going to bring something up in a minute. It says, remember, therefore, since you done left your first love, which, 
you are falling. When you fell, remember where you fell from. What did you fall from? And repent and do the first works or else I will come into you quickly and remove and will remove your menorah out of his place except you repent. Now, yes, this has so much to do with spiritual condition, so much to do with spiritual condition. But I also want us to consider, hold on. Sorry for these distractions, y'all. I also want us to consider, um, I want us to think about it in this rekindling of ourselves too, in addition to the spiritual condition. You know, your first love should always be the most high, right? And that spiritual condition is a priority over everything. But let's think about this from an emotional perspective too, being that I'm a, you know, mindset and relationship coach. Um, I have this against you. I personally have this against you who are watching that you have left your first love, that thing that, um, you know, you have fallen from and um, you haven't, you know, repented in that thing or whatever repentance is required. And repentance is not just like, you know, about changing a behavior from sin. You know, let's focus on the fact that it requires a changing of behavior, period. More than anything from sin, but also from anything that is making you be something other than you should be, right? So I have something against you who are watching because you left your first love and I'm rooting for you out here. Like I want you to get free and stay free from toxic relationships. So whatever that point of contact is that you start falling from that thing, that first love for you emotionally, the criteria we talked about earlier, what do you need to change so that you can get back to doing it? If not every day, every week, do those first works, those things that you first used to do. Or else sometimes what y'all ends up doing, because usually he put the desire in you, like he gave you the desire, he'll remove it out of your place remove it from you you know like y'all is so serious about like i done gave you this thing you ain't stewarded it well there's so many you know um proverbs and stories in scripture about um uh parables and all that stuff like that and things not having fruit and y'all you know casting it down or cutting it up or throwing it in the fire because you ain't producing no fruit and that thing that brings you to life like that y'all is the life giver that is wrapped up in him, most likely. So for you to not use that means you're not stewarding something well because you're drained from using it or walking in it. We got to reevaluate the relationships that are robbing even what the most high has for us so we can love this person. I'm sorry. Your first love is him more than any other person. Your first love is him. Anything, you can't have no other Elohim before him. So anything that's trying to top the most high in your life, that's that's idol worship. For real, for real, let's just be honest. So what do you need to change? What do you need to remove in your life? What is it that you need to do so that you can make sure that you do that thing that brings that joy to you? Not happiness, joy to your life. is life for you. It, if it gives you water, it gives you, it fills you back up when you are depleted, whatever that thing is for you, why are you not, not doing it anymore? If it's because of a toxic relationship, get ready to set some boundaries so that you can do that again. If it's because of a toxic mindset, 
sit down with yourself, get my mind over matter workbook in my shop and work through those things in your mind so that you can get back to that. We be too focused on what everybody else needs instead of what y'all needs from us. Especially if you a helper, because you feel like what y'all needs from me is to help them. But you need to help yourself as well in a, with from a balanced approach. So I just wanted to leave that with y'all. I just want you to love yourself, okay? Loving yourself. I'm not talking about the kind of narcissistic end times lover of self love, like puffed up with pride, always looking at yourself and taking a picture. No, I'm talking about a love that is healthy, a self-caring kind of love for yourself. And so I just wanted to throw that out there. I'm going to look at a few comments real quickie. Uh, peace, Paul Ray. Peace, Tiffany Moore. Peace, Brainy Powell. Peace, Fantasia Powell. Okay, husband, I love you too. I, I said I loved you. I love you too. Um, yes, Rainy Powell. Too many abuse the word love. Yes. Lily T, I always give my all the first time so I don't ever go back because there is nothing else that I can do. I just can't which I was different sometimes. Sometimes they change and want to try again. But by that time, I'd be totally over it. Thank you for your comment, Lily T. I have no idea what I was talking about when you left that comment. I wish it was a way to know that somehow. Maybe y'all can like leave a little dash when you said such and such and then you look on because sometimes I don't know what your comments mean. Joanna R.H. says, speak it. Peace, Joanna. She also says, we definitely glorify people outcomes without looking at the process. I know what I was talking about with that one, my husband and I. Yes, definitely. Um, Lily T says, would working out be one of them, sis? I don't see how I'm helping others from it. Working out. I mean, if working out feel therapeutic to you, don't ask me about that one because it does not feel like that for me. Working out is a chore for me. Couldn't even answer that for you. But you you know when it doesn't feel like a chore. It doesn't feel like a, a burden when you do this particular thing. And you wish you could do it longer. And it's healthy for you. It's healthy for you. Um, uh, I was a video vixen in a rap song too. And to this day, I pray that people don't find it. I'm actually praying for the artist to delete the whole thing. Whoa, whoa, I was never a video vixen in a rap song. <laughs> oh, maybe when you're saying two, you mean to your other comment? But yeah, I was never a video vixen. This album I did was actually very wholesome and it was actually about y'all. But like I said, it was it was the it was just so unprofessionally done as far as the sound, the quality um from a instrumental perspective, from a mixing perspective. Um, I was hitting notes all wrong. That's what I mean. Not that I was doing something inappropriate. Um, Shantae Jones, I love your rap on the new Better Day Show episode. Thank you. I was wondering about that because nobody said nothing. And I was like, I'm about to drop a new track and nobody even noticed that. But thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you, Tiffany Moore. May y'all heal that trauma. I hope he does. It's been so long. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um... <laughs> I'm reading some of your comments. Um, yeah, so I got to get off of here because I'm trying not to be on here too long because what I have noticed is when my lives are a little bit too long, people 
are discouraged because they look at the time code. If y'all aren't rocking with me, like if you're not true, tri- if you true tribe, you've been here, you like, yeah, Zara, let me see what you're about to say. I'm staying for the whole live. People who are getting to know me, they be like, dang, she talked for 50 minutes. I'm good on that. So I try to keep them a little bit shorter so that people can kind of like get some some nuggets. Ramona, peace, Ramona Jones. All right, I hope that helped you. Please. If you don't know what that thing is, ask the most how to show you should know what it is, though. But ask the most how to show you what that thing is. Sit down, journal, um, brainstorm, write a list, you know, get it all out. Try to figure out what you know what that thing is for you and then find time to do it. If not every day, every week, every week. All right. I'm Zara Harrison helping you remember that love doesn't lie or expect you to live one. So I'm here to tell you the truth about yourself sometime, even when you don't believe it about yourself, okay? You can visit ZaraHarrison.com slash help me for a list of resources that can help you get free and stay free from toxic mindsets and relationships, okay? Until next time, see y'all later. Peace. Thanks for enjoying this podcast episode. Keep pressing to break free from toxic connections and or mindsets. Subscribe and join my email list at ZaraHarrison.com for more resources. Y'all bless.